This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network's Below Deck podcast. Tonight, we're talking Below Deck, Down Under, Season 2, Episodes 10 and 11, titled Kiss Kiss Clang Clang and Anchors Astride. On tonight's episode, we cover a very low-key charter with a rush to the finish ending before an island disappears. Joao gets a handle over his deck crew. Zarina expresses frustration with Culver and Jamie. And we've got a couple other things going on here. Uh, Sean, listen, we get a day off. So let's talk about what like a day off means for below deck. Typically, it happens in the middle of the season. And honestly, for me, what I kind of think of it as is there's things that happen in the beginning of the season that boil over to the day off. And then once the day off happens, sometimes we get a reset or sometimes we get even more escalated issues going to into the half second half of the season. I actually feel like in this episode, it kind of gave us a clean reset in a couple of things. Um, clearly, you had the Culver, Jamie, Zarina. Um, I don't want to call it a love triangle, but situation, I guess. And I feel like at the end of now, this these episodes, we kind of have some clarity and we'll go into how that happened. Um but we've also got, you know, uh, Joao's also trying to get his crew to kind of listen to him, respect him, um, do things the way he needs to do it. And, you know, obviously Harry and Margot, it was kind of a will they, won't they, what will they do? I think Harry's just firmly in like the friend zone now. So, um, Sean, let's just kind of jump into it here. It seems like, you know, the initial flings have come and gone. And now we just kind of have like a stable crew, you know, everybody kind of knows where they are now kind of what are your thoughts going into this and a little bit project about the second half of the season yeah that's true it, it, uh the relationships are a little bit more organized now uh and culver and jamie i guess they're together right yeah i think yeah i mean at this point like there's only two weeks left right three weeks left so unless something happens no it's rushing by i mean it's the two episodes a week uh I'm still impressed. The first night out, Culver's wearing the helmet, and that's when he makes out with Jamie. Like the helmet actually works in your favor in a weird way. Even or though, did... <laughs> or did it work despite the helmet? I think it works in your favor. Favor. Here's why: <laughs> it's a form of peacocking. Everyone sees it. Like that guy's wearing the helmet. What's going on there? And if your attitude about it's okay, if you're not like that shamed. That you had a bad charter, you have to wear the helmet. I think girls kind of like that. Like, oh, he's he's having fun with it. It kind of works. Um, as far as Margot and Harry, I I feel bad for Harry, and I don't because like he is a nice guy, and he was doing everything right, but also everything wrong too. Yep. He's a little bit too needy. You're that the first night out, he asked Margo for a kiss. That's a lame move, but you can see why he did it after the events that transpired a few episodes ago. I don't know. 
like it's it's confusing to be a a young guy now, but it didn't didn't work out for him. So he's uh that's probably it, right? Yeah, what? I feel like he's kind of used to getting friend zoned, if I'm being mm. honest. And again, I'm not trying to be mean here. It's just like listen, I think it's I think it's great that he, his his game plan is just to be a really nice guy, but you have to have some form of an edge if you want to be desired. Um you yeah. can't just be like I'm a really nice guy and I'm available. <laughs> he's too available. He's too needy. He needs too much attention. And I mean, Margot was giving it to everyone else. Well, that was the other problem, which like, okay. I know we have kind of our, our issues here with how Harry spit his game. If we, if we were, yes. if we were to say, mm. but let's also look at like Margot. She had an opportunity to just say, hey, I'm I'm really I think we're better off friends goes into his bunk, um, doesn't say that at all, says, you know, I think, yeah, we just take it slower. We be, you know, cuddle buddies, what yada, yada, whatever. But then she kind of goes out of her way to give everybody else attention when like that's going to hurt Harry. Like he's such a nice guy. Like he 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 doesn't understand the game of like negging he doesn't understand the game <laughs> of like giving you know letting the heart grow fonder so mm. like i think it actually made her look not great i think in this episode like and and i don't know if that's because she was doing it to harry who like is just a little puppy dog or we had just thought she was just like this, this like nice girl and now she's kind of using some like tactics that she would probably use on like a shittier guy yeah. on Harry. And it's just not working. Rather than just tell him off straightly kind of. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I guess he, she eventually does it at the end of like the beach day. Yeah. Like he, he, he gets the point. Her delivery is still confusing, but Harry weirdly her confusing delivery the first time doesn't like track with Harry. He still thinks everything's like cool. And like he still has a chance. And then the second time it weirdly works. Yep. Um, yeah, but like just flirting with like Adam and Joao, like just pretty random. Although I think she might make out with Joao later this season. That might happen. I feel like I saw that in a preview. So I would. Zarina's just not cooking at this at that point. No, if that happens, no. she's done. I'm I'm out. Should we talk? Uh, so after Culver and Jamie make out in front of Zarina and probably have shower sex, right? That. Yeah, I, I think felt that's, like that's all confirmed. Next day, uh, Jamie tries to give Zarina a hug. I love this moment. And Zarina is just like kind of shivers away. And it's just like, don't touch me. I need space. It's so far for an appropriate move. I guess it couldn't be any further. Um, like if Zarina never brought up to the attention that like that she liked Culver, that's that's just a fine move. You're just talking to a coworker. But Zarina actually went out of her way within the first five minutes you get on the boat to being like, by the way, Culver and I kind of a thing. And then disregarding that completely. Now, I'm not faulting Jamie because I think Zarina made it made it up more than it really was her yes. quote unquote relationship with her and Culver. So while she has every right to be hurt. I don't think that's like an outward projection. Like that's on Jamie or that's on Culver. I think that's just on her. Like they, they didn't really have a relationship. They flirted a lot. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything like it is between Culver and Jamie now. Yeah. She reminded him of, him of his mom. That was like a lot of it. Right. Cause I guess 
they both cook. Yep. Is, is his mom a chef? Apparently she nope. cooks. Yeah, I don't know that she's like a real chef chef. Regardless. Uh, yeah, also, Zarina was giving Jiao a ton of attention like every time they go out, too. So, as we said last week, if you're a Jamie, it doesn't seem that serious. I still love that uh, her reaction to Jamie that, that day in the galley, though. That still is pretty hilarious. Now, Beach Day, when she calls Culver and Jamie sluts, I think she meant it towards Culver. But Jamie definitely got a ricochet. That's fair. So I think she's calling them both sluts, if we're yeah. being honest, right? I think she is. So there's a lot of booze involved. It was the end of the night. I will say, Sean, that if we're going to give Zarina the like award for like women empowerment, like four episodes ago, when the whole thing happened with the old, with like the old, like, like supporting Margot. And mm. yes, like that was 100% the thing to do. It's probably not the best look three episodes later to go around calling at least Culver and maybe Jamie a slut. Um, it's yeah. like, it listen it's a lot of booze involved there's definitely some um passion involved and so like it's just not a good look at the end of the day but i still don't really see zarina in a different light i also just don't really understand why she made this relationship more than it was oh yeah 100 percent. she's making out like they were boyfriend girlfriend mm -hmm. i think i think she's mostly mad i think there's a girl code move where super hot girls can't like just steal other girl like Zarina's pretty but like not on Jamie's level if we're being honest just as far as physical looks there's a girl code move that like the hotter girl can't just steal the other girl's like crush it's yeah but it's also a hot girl world we're living in Sean they do they want like what are, we, what are we talking about here yeah i think it, i think it's bad form in the girl world i think that's what this is sort of coming down to where yeah. us as guys we don't i don't know we're not as offended by uh what jamie did yeah i do like calling jamie a slut it was real i think she meant it i'll give her yep. that but uh <laughs> i don't know yeah sticking up to your guns even if they're wildly inaccurate yeah yeah it was it was a real moment i'm sure yeah watching those two like make out and be flirty all day pissed her off but then yeah. again she's flirting with Jao all the time so i don't know and to be fair like i don't think we're both i i actually think there was a there was a part of the episode it was the very back end of the second episode tonight and it was talking about uh they were in their hot tub i actually think regardless of the dozen drinks that all of them had, they all had a very cohesive conversation that was oddly accurate, considering they'd been boozing all day. It was basically Harry saying, it's got to be tough for Sheffy to see you guys make out and do this. And like, I can understand why she's hurt. And then Culver's like, it wasn't a real thing. Like we like yeah. kind of flirted a little bit. And then Jamie's like, all right, man, but like you probably have to talk to her and say, like, I I'm I'm not trying to hurt you. Um, I, you know, I appreciate what, you know, our interactions we've had this season. But, um, you know, I'm going to try to be with Jamie. It was yeah. it was considering they probably had three dozen drinks between them that day. 
I was I was genuinely shocked at how appropriate that conversation was. Oh, very coherent. It, Jamie's afraid of Chef. That's why she made Culvert talk to uh, Chef, right? Yeah, Jamie's afraid. There's some fear there. Yep. Uh, Culvert does the right thing, and like I guess the next day they chat right before the second charter begins. So yeah, I think I think uh, those three are good though. I do yeah. a lot of Zarina and Zhao chemistry throughout both both episodes. So yeah, let's let's not feel bad for Zarina here. Like if yeah. she wants Joao, she can probably have him. I actually think he's pretty close. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, Sean, I will say this. I think Joao's redemption tour here is unbelievable. Listen, he came in in the previous season of Med. I think he left kind of a bad taste in everybody's mouth. He was um, offensive to women, calling women you know inappropriate names, um, just being like not a good guy. And um, listen, I'm not okaying what, at whatever he said, but I think his time off camera now, he's he's grown as a person, at least it, it's showing that he has. And um, I'm like genuinely impressed with how he's grown over these couple of years. So, you know, listen, he's made mistakes in the past, but kind of like the leader and guy he is right now. Uh, Yeah. Season three med, he just calls like literally goes up to Hannah and it's like, you're doing nothing with your life, which is funny. Yeah. Like you guys are both working on a boat and she's a higher rank. Yep. So, I always like that's a weird move. Like, do you you don't respect people that move up in the industry? Like, isn't that what you're trying to do? And yep. it's funny, he's probably the same rank as Hannah was now at the same age. So exactly. I that was always a weird move. And then yeah, he was really weird towards Asia during season four. But yeah, John, you're right. He's a way more mature guy. I love the start of the charter. Cause I guess Zarina told him that the other decans were bad mapping him. And he's kind of addresses everyone as like Look, I know I came in guns blazing, which he did. He came in yep. hot. But he's like, I am doing work. If you don't think I'm doing work, that's ridiculous. He's a second officer, too. He's not just a bosun. So we're assuming there's other work. Although from a TV perspective, it just looks like bosun duties. Yep. I don't know. And um, he really gained Adam's respect. Now, I do love, he did tell Culver, hey, you got to get rid of the cutoffs. What was Culver wearing? He was wearing a cut. He, he had a cut off shirt. He was wearing the um. He 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 got into his wets. So it's just kind of like the like the SPF shirts or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like the wicking shirts, and he just cut it. He's like, yeah, Culver, you can't do that. We need to have like their the definition of uniforms <laughs> is that they're uniform. Not we're not bedazzling these. We're not we're not we're not crop topping these bad boys. I always that's like a common theme. Like especially during old older seasons, where Captain Lee had to yell at a deckhand for taking his shirt off. Like you're gonna get tan regardless. You're a deckhand on a super yacht. Like Culver is that worried about his forearms? I think he just said it was hot. Which the crazy thing about that is those shirts, they're white, 
and they actually block all the sun. And yeah, they keep you cooler. Yeah. Yeah. I wear them when I go golfing. White sleeves. It's awesome. Um, so I don't know. I think Culver's just like, listen, I got a really good pump in today. I did a lot of <laughs> forearm work. Uh, just want to show them off. Just want to show them off. Just want to uh, let Jamie know what's up. Yeah, it worked. Um, but what else did Jado? He teaches Adam how to probably do knots. Now, Adam has a couple snafus tonight. Yeah, so um, I think it was it was mainly the docking. Um, I, I, th- I mean, I think there's a lot of issues on boat here. So, like, Culver did some knots wrong for the for the tender. Um, but I guess, what was it? Adam didn't put a uh, a buoy down, or he didn't put a, a bumper down, and so okay. the, the boat rushed up against it. That's true. But Captain Lee, so Captain Lee and Kate have a show after Below Deck where they, they, they talk about a bunch of different reality shows. But they showed that scene, and Captain Lee brought up Culver's on dock, knowing that Adam's not putting the buoy up like quickly enough, and he says nothing, and he does nothing. And he could have, Captain Lee brought this up, he could have very instantly reached over to the boat and grabbed the buoy and put it in the proper place. So, like, I know it's technically Adam's responsibility, but Culver could have done something too. Yeah, Captain Lee, Captain Lee brought that up, I wanted to point that out. Okay. All right. I mean, that's fair. I, I don't, I, I listen, I think Adam has a lot to learn. I also think Culver is not necessarily the best worker. Um, great forearms, but not maybe the best worker. So um, it, I actually think it's a tough, I think it's a tough haul for Joao here. Yeah. The deck hands aren't that good. Yeah. Now Adam has a good, uh, at least tonight is a good attitude. Harry's okay. We don't see him mess up that much. Yeah, but he's not amazing, and Culver probably has the most potential. But yeah, not that great of a work ethic. Yeah, he's um, he's the chief entertainment officer, which it's not actually his job. So that's gonna there's gonna be some problems there about what he thinks is like he should be working on. Culver's like, do I get tipped twice, Bosun <laughs> and and uh, chief entertainment officer? Chief yeah. entertainment officer. Um, no, I uh. I don't have that much to talk about for the for the deck team other than uh I think is Adam know what housing prices look like? He's like next year we're in a house. In Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. Is he know is he like we're talking seven percent interest rates now for good I, credit. Oh our uh, our good friend just bought a house in the New York City area or like a condo in look, I, I looked up the Zillow, it was over a million. Yeah. for just for a condo yeah i i'm rooting for adam it was sad that his brother got jumped he got that phone call yeah. but i do love because i'm assuming his brother's like like high school age that adam was just very prepared to go into that high school and beat up some kids he's like give me the names give me the names honestly though like i'm like i'm not for adults fighting kids but if there's a jump situation i don't i don't know like I kind of, I'd be sort of rooting for it. They just four kids jumped one kid. Do you remember in the uh there's no rules the, after that? Yeah. Do you remember the title scene, the ending title scene at uh Step Brothers? Where oh, they yeah. where where they go back, like they, they go back to the school and beat up all the little kids. I, Adam was trying to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there he's like, I want to fly back to Brooklyn and fight these kids, but do you think I can't. He would- do you think he would fight the kids or he would fight their older brothers? 
I mean, that's probably more honorable. Yeah. But it doesn't really get to the point, though. Well, no, because then that guy's brother has got to beat up that the guy's brother. brother. You got to beat up the younger brother. Be like, you can't beat up that kid, man. If this was a kid's movie, he would fly back and teach his brother how to fight. Yep. And then he would beat up those kids. A couple that's fighting probably, montages. Yeah. That's probably the best. That's the 80s movie version of this. That's probably yep. the most honorable thing he can do. But there's yep. a part of him that wanted to fight the kids. So, so that's fair. That's fair. Um, all right. Uh, man, Sean, I are we jumping into crew? Listen, oh, I had a couple other things. So, Aisha's boyfriend was here. That's great. Um, Captain Jason says it up, huh? Yeah, good on Captain Jason. Doesn't I think he's trying to get off the scent of uh, Aisha and him being a thing. That's so, smart. <laughs> there's definitely <laughs> rumors. Yeah, and she's like, there- no, I brought the boyfriend. What, what are you talking about? I brought the boyfriend. There's a reason the camera crew shows the contacts being put in every morning. Yeah. They're like, they're hinting at something. Yeah. Ash's boyfriend, he's like a mix of um, every guy in Almost Famous, like put together. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. He's, he's a handsome yep. guy. But um, like, if you watch Almost Famous, every guy in that movie put together is pretty much Ash's boyfriend. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, I, uh, the charter guests, you know, we had the, uh, the the island disappearing i kind of cool. think that was i think i don't know i can't i think the the dinner or the lunch itself was awesome i don't know if they played up the disappearing key um wait but because it, it doesn't make sense was it that it was appearing or disappearing because if disappearing so that means that there's no way that they could have a boat get stuck because that means the water would be rising so That's listen good... i'm just i'm 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 just i'm not here for optics all right i'm here for the real stuff Okay, I was confused by that too. Thank you. I felt yeah. dumb watching it, being like, like being a little bit confused by that. Yeah, yeah that boat's that boat's not going to suck if the island is disappearing because the tide's coming up. Um, they had Thank a cool, ho- they had a cool holiday dinner though. Um, kind of like eclectic, but like when you have kids, it is what it is. So, um, it it was honestly just like an easy charter. I felt like, a the tip was crazy, seventeen thousand yeah. for like what. 20 hours on boat one um, night yeah yeah so super good tip um they were really nice it kind of got back to like kind of made me feel like an old like a uh like an old school below deck where it was just like like you know fam like four kids you know yes around. but they were too nice though yeah that's like fair. season one below deck you'd be a family but they'd all be dicks yep so i i'm hoping we actually get some mean charter guests sometime soon yeah, I, we'll you, see. Need, or, like, you, you need one group because there's different between mean and demanding. I feel like we've had some demanding, but not not necessarily mean. Okay, um, yeah, I guess you don't want them to be mean spirited, but no one's really jumping off the page. Remember that, that guy? What was it, the guy's name? He's like, I had better food at the ballpark. Yeah, that like yeah, Chuck. Chuck, or, yeah. Or the guy running his like stock market school on the boat. Oh, uh, um, Tim Sykes. Is he? He's definitely like a TikTok guy now, right? Yeah, it seems like the like, it's a it's, perfect I mean, avenue for him. It's a scam, but he'll tell <laughs> you it's not a scam. <laughs> Do you want to yeah. get rich trading stocks? Yeah, man. I would like, say the past couple seasons of Blow Deck, we need a couple more like charter guests to just jump off the page a little bit more. That's fair. We kind of brought that up a few weeks ago. 
something they should work on. But yeah, the, the guests were super nice. They definitely was that like name it before Christmas themed dinner. Because I think it I I think so because there was Santa and then there was also like Halloween. Oh, yeah, and um I used to like that movie. You could go into any holiday like world. I, yeah. I'm not saying it deliberately was, but I'm saying those guests have definitely seen that movie and like it. I uh I had a I had a a couple friend I know. They had a nightmare before Christmas themed party. And I kind of forgot about the movie, so I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I just walked in. I was like, so what is like what are we doing here? Is this every holiday? With like yeah, with like uh like hot topic people. Like people that <laughs> yeah. shout a hot topic, that movie's huge. We did a did a wedding one time that was like nightmare before Christmas themed. That's a little overboard, but yeah. I don't know. Free country, right? Yeah, go up to Tim Burton, right? <laughs> so all right, Sean, let's jump into your crew rankings. I don't think we need to do winners and losers. Um, but uh I will I do I'll I'll add a couple comments as we go into your rankings here. Sure. All right, everyone. So Bloodek down under season two mid-season crew rankings i know it's a little bit beyond mid-season now but what are you gonna do uh this was a little tough i put margo one just because she seems like the main character of the show so far she's not my favorite but especially tonight little indirect with harry let's just say kind of flirting with Zhao and adam in front of him not that she's not allowed to but i don't know She's the main character, though, right? She has the most screen time so far. Janet, Asia second. She doesn't create any drama, but she's a solid chief stew. You like having her around. I know you don't love her voice, but some people do. And uh, look, she stepped up a, in a big moment a few episodes earlier. Want to give her a tip of the cap for that. But I don't know. I She's the chief stew for Blood Deck Den Under going forward. I don't think that's going to be argued at all behind the scenes Genev Jiao third I know we just got here but he's a perfect mid-season additions addition these shows they need exactly one alpha male guy that's like sort of a dick and that's him here he is like I love him kind of ruffling feathers with the deck crew I know we apologize a little bit for it tonight but he's still gonna be tough on these guys he still told Culver to to take it like get, get that cutoff uh t-shirt out of there. Like I still love that. Um then four or five Harry. I hate watching the guy flirt with Margo, but I'm still rooting for the guy. I feel bad for him. He's not gonna hook up with anyone this season, right? The map isn't there, but no. I I still like the guy. Like I'm there's something kind of endearing about him. All right, John, top four in the uh I know you're not the biggest Asia fan. Well, so what I will say is I actually think Joao has had a, a phenomenal season for how long he's been on board. Uh, I was a little shocked by Margo at one, but I do agree that she's got a lot of screen time. I think one of the things is that, like, I actually feel like this season, I don't, I don't want to call it top heavy, but I also don't think it's strong throughout. So, like, if you were to go back into a different season and be like, oh, I would put Harry fourth, wouldn't you be kind of shocked at that? Yeah. Like he's like yeah. a six, he's like a six or seven on other, you know, he's he's a sixth or seventh place on other charters. 
it just seems like a weird charter that's or it seems like a weird season that's like oddly entertaining but at the same time i actually i don't think the cast is that strong so if you compare compare it to like last sale and season yeah harry's he's off the page he's i'm blanking everyone's names now who's the guy with long hair the really good looking guy Oh. I'm usually so good with everyone's name. Why? I'm blanking on his name now. Right, uh, we forget, but we all know who we're talking about. Right, but he's below him probably. Yeah. Or even with him, or it's, he's not. Why is this bothering me so much? All right, I'm looking up his name. Alex. Alex. Alex, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's. He's below Alex. He's nowhere near Chase right. or Chef Alicia. Yep. And he doesn't have the star power of a like a Gary or a Daisy. Yeah, yeah I feel like yeah. he just I feel like he just like deep by default gets screen time because they have to show 18 hours of the show. Yeah. But here he is at four. Um Adam's fifth. I'm starting to like him, even though he yep. messes up a lot. We even bring up during the cliffhanger at the end of uh the second episode tonight. He dropped the anchor way too fast. Yep. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But I'm rooting. I like him too. I'm starting to like him. I have Culver six. Like you got any guy that hooked up with Jamie can't be below six. But other than that, I'm not really a fan. If I'm being honest, he's bad work ethic. I don't know. Like, are you a huge Culver fan? I'm not a big Culver fan. Listen, <clears throat> I understand they were having a nightmare before Christmas themed party, but you probably didn't need to take your shirt off in front of a family of four kids, <laughs> a mom and a dad and be Cupid. Probably could have left the shirt on, man. Or was it a mom and a mom? We never really figured that out. I completely glossed over it. Yeah. I don't know that there is a dad there. Well, regardless, Culver didn't. Culver went out of his way to do that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like I feel He's like not... Culver's kind of about Culver and yes. just figuring out when he can have less clothes on. But I don't think he's a big personality. He he thinks he is, and on paper he is, but he's not. He's not our type of guy. Yep. But you're right. Like he were he likes getting that helmet because it's more attention. Mm-hmm. He craves attention. So he's six. I have Chef some seven. I think she's hilarious, but she's also very immature sometimes. Yep. So, and still don't get her throwing herself at uh, Jow, especially like since she, he broke her best friend's heart or yep. was like a freak to her best friend. So, still not sure what's going on with that, but she's also very funny sometimes. So, get with the bad there. Eighth is Jamie. Jamie's a very good looking girl, but we haven't seen any personality beyond that. That's fair. No, no, no. That's fair. Listen, like if you told me at the beginning of the season that Harry was going to be fourth, I'd be like, either he turns it around or it's just a really odd season. Now I now I'm gonna say this. I like this season, but like I feel like we have like a ton of like B minuses on the crew, which isn't a bad thing collectively, because if you get five B minuses. That's a B minus in a class, which isn't that bad, but it's not like the typicals. Like, I don't think we have like 
an A plus. I know people really like Aisha, but um, I don't think we have like the A plus and the D's. So it's just kind of like everybody's kind of meeting to the middle to kind of come out to an average grade on the season. Right. Yeah. Margo's one. Margo's probably behind Mads on Blood Excel and season four. Yeah, I agree. I don't know where my final rankings were, but yeah, but weirdly, it's a good season though. And I think exactly. Look, and after Jimmy, a large gap, Luke and Laura last. That's self explanatory. I think because of those, the episodes where Luke and Laura got fired, it weirdly, I don't know, these seasons need big moments kind of for them to be memorable. And that those were huge moments. Yeah. I know like ratings have gone up since that happened. It kind of it gave the season, I know you wish it didn't happen, but it gave the season a buzz to it. And yeah, yeah, Blood Act Down Under's here to stay. It's I think it's a good season. But look, maybe Joao will come up come out on top towards the end. Cause he's like minute for minute been my favorite guy, person so far. Yeah, no, I I 100 percent agree. I'm a was not a big fan of Joao 1.0, big fan of Joao 2.0. I hope it's not just like he's just trying to show it up. It sounds like he's changed as a person. And I really, I really like what I'm seeing from him this season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. So, yeah, good season so far. But yeah, I had a hard time doing these rankings. Yeah. Everyone's kind of very close, like just right in the middle there. Well, yeah. Sean, there's no, there's no tiers really. It's hard to tier these, right? I mean, they're, I'm sure you could kind of pick pick a couple but i feel like if you were to rank all of these people in the history of below deck maybe aisha and margo and joao are a little bit higher but i feel like they're they're all within a tier or two of each of each other in the grand scheme of things oh yeah 100 percent. So, so hey man i think you know interesting back half of the season we'll see what happens yeah. and... i mean we might only have Three more weeks left, right? 17 episodes. Um, so we'll uh I mean, let's get to it. So um, Sean, love the love the midseason rankings. I'm not far off it. I just kind of feel like it's a compressed season, um, both in the quality of the crew and in the actual presentation of the season with it being You're two right. episodes, two yeah. episodes. So uh probably back to a more regular schedule next week. Um, but unless there's anything else, Sean, uh take us out, man. Everyone, thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bon voyage.